This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to another episode of Get Started Investing, a podcast where we attempt to answer the most common money and investing questions from our community in an attempt for us to become better investors. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. Now, while we are licensed, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only. So my name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. Uh, excited for this episode. We are answering common questions on Get Started Investing. The question today, where do all the ETF dividends go? Great question. Great question. We're going to answer it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not all ETFs pay dividends, but for those that do, it can be a bit confusing where you're actually getting them, how often they're paid, do they pay them at all? We're going to answer all of those questions in today's episode. Some of my ETFs pay dividends, some don't. Do yours, Mm. Ren? Yeah. They all pay? Yeah, I make them pay. (laughs) (laughs) No, it depends depends on the underlying asset, but we'll get to that. And by the end of this episode, you'll also understand what ASX ETF DRP, the sea of acronyms that is in this world, you'll understand what that means. That's it. All right. Well, let's get stuck in. First well, thing to no, understand. Hold on, hold on. Before okay. we get stuck in, uh, I want to quickly check in a hundred dollar challenge. We're three weeks into our first month. And for those that have just joined, what is the hundred dollar uh, challenge? Every month, we are trying to find a way to either make or save an extra hundred dollars because a hundred dollars invested every month at the market's average return over forty years is $350,000. Epic. So we're turning $100 into $350,000 with the $100 challenge. Uh, the first month, you're trying to sell your old drum kit yeah. and I'm doing online surveys. Yes. <laughs> How are you going? Look, it's there's a bit of a process. Um I don't I want the full narrative. Save it for let, next week. Just how are you let's going? Let's just say <laughs> to date, I haven't... Made my hundred, okay. but it but it, it's panning out ex, ex, as exactly as I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're, if you're in the market for a drum kit, hit we'll, me up. We'll save it for next week. But I've heard that you've had bot attacks. Yes. Yeah, it's been quite the journey. <laughs> all yeah. right, all How right. are you going? Let's just say the hourly rate on doing surveys isn't great, <laughs> <laughs> but I am in double digits. Okay, you're in double digits in the cents or dollars. 
dollars. Okay. Dollars, dollars. Okay. So you're ahead. Well, we did have um, we did have Jason right through during the week saying that he loves the challenge. He's uh, taken up your approach, Ren, and has done 20 surveys on Adipole, which is oh, nice. the, the platform, the platform using, that yeah. you're using, and he's made a whopping $3.45. Stick with it, Jason. You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's looking at selling older footy and cricket cards. It's a good idea, actually. Um, but any tips on selling old books? So we'll pick that up next week. But um, if, you're, if you have an idea for the $100 challenge for us, Send it in, contact at equitymates.com or hit us up on our social channels. You can also leave a voice message on our website. If you go to the contact page, you can actually uh, record an idea for us and we'll play it on the show. Yeah, so that episode's coming up next week. But Bryce, let's get to the episode today, ETF dividends. Where do they go? Who's keeping them from us? The first question we've got to answer though, Ren, is do ETFs actually pay dividends? Yeah, so it depends on the underlying assets here. If the underlying assets pay, uh, they, will find, they will find a way to your portfolio. With ETFs these days, it's not just shares that you can invest in, but you, know, you can invest in a property ETF or a bond ETF. And so if a bond pays yield, if a property pays rent, or if a stock pays a dividend, whatever that income is, that money will find a way to you because you are the owner. You're the owner of the underlying assets through the ETF you will eventually get paid the same amount of dividend as if you owned the underlying assets directly. Mm. So what do we mean by that? Let's say you own an ASX 200 ETF rather than having to buy the 200 biggest companies in Australia in 200 separate transactions. You buy it in one transaction through an ETF. But the amount of dividend you get is the same as if you had bought all 200 companies individually. Yeah, with the same amount of money. Yeah, with the same amount of money. Yeah, so it is important to uh, just understand the concept that it is based on the underlying assets and not every single company in that ETF may pay a dividend, but cumulatively you'll get the same amount of uh, dividend payment as if you had owned all 200 or whatever the underlying assets are individually. Yeah, and if you own maybe a commodity ETF, for example, gold, commodities themselves don't, pay dividends because they're just tracking the price of the commodity. So that one, you won't get a dividend. Mm. Yeah. All right. So we've established that ETFs do pay dividends if the underlying assets of the ETF pay dividends or pay some sort of income back to the shareholders themselves. So then the next question is, well, do I get the cash as soon as that company pays the dividend? And this is where it gets confusing because the answer (laughs) is no, it is not a straight pass through. Instead of paying the dividend immediately, the ETF provider pulls that cash in the cash component of the portfolio, goes to the casino, tries to hit red, <laughs> and that's how they make their money. <laughs> no, Not true. So they pull the money in the cash component of the portfolio and then they pay it out at a regular or a consistent interval. Yeah. Now, Bryce, you might be asking why. Well, it'd be if, chaos. If a company pays a dividend, I want to get that cash straight away. But you're right, it would be chaos. 200 Australian companies in the ASX 200 uh, ETF, they all pay at slightly different times and at different frequencies. Some pay quarterly, some pay half yearly, some pay yearly, all different dates. You might be getting a dividend on uh, every day of the year. 
I mean, you that could, you could, you could well be. Bad, be but, but yes, you're right. They they would be paying uh, whenever it suits them. And if you were, if the ETF manager was trying to manage paying out BHP's dividend, paying out Combank's dividend, paying out Westpac's dividend, it'd be chaos. So they accumulate all of it and just hit you up at a regular interval. Imagine how many. I don't know if you get this, but with some of the brokers I'm signed up to, every time anything happens, yeah. like a dividend gets paid, I get an email. Yeah. Imagine how many emails you'd get if it was a straight pass. Well, this is one of the beauties of having an ETF is that you just get one nice dividend payment rather than owning 50 ASX stocks and getting 50 separate dividend payments. Imagine the uh, tax reporting at the end of the year when you have to record all the dividends you got paid. Nightmare. (laughs) So So to make it easier, they roll it up and pay you consistently. Yes. The question then, Bryce, how often do I get paid? So every ETF is different. It can be as regularly as every month you will get paid a distribution or it can be up to once a year. So I had a look at my portfolio. The most frequent payment I get is from a Vanguard Australian property ETF and it pays me a distribution or a dividend every quarter. So every three months I'll get a payment. Then uh, one of my ASX 200 ETFs gives me a payment every six months and then a number of my other ETFs pay me once a year. So um, it depends on the type of ETF is the answer to that question. They don't all pay the same is the short answer to how often do they pay. The best way to find out is just through the product page on the issuer website. Go to Vanguard, go to BetaShares, go to BlackRock, find your ETF, find the section that says distribution and it'll tell you how often they are going to pay you. Yeah. Very straightforward. Very straightforward. Well, Bryce, let's take a break there. And then on the other side, I want to talk about dividend reinvestment plans because Mm. you don't have to take your money in cash. No. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, Bryce. Well, today we are talking about ETFs. So we're asking when, why, and how ETFs pay dividends. Not really why. Well, sort of why. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, where we want to go with the rest of this episode is answer some of the common questions we get around dividend reinvestment plans because it's even that term is full of jargon, um, but they they can be quite a powerful tool if you use them. Uh, So let's start by explaining what they are. Dividend Reinvestment Plan, DRP. Well, Ren, it's all in the name. A plan that reinvests your dividends. <laughs> There's some, wasn't there some rule at school that when you had to define a word, you, you couldn't, couldn't use, use those word. words in the definition? <laughs> yeah. Dividend Reinvestment Plan is the process of taking the dividends that you're paid and automatically reinvesting them back into the same investment. And it does that every single time that you get paid. The advantage in this, Ren, is that A, you don't take the money into your 
bank account and accidentally spend it on something else. And B, it's a great way of just continuously building the size of that investment over a period of time and getting that sort of compound effect over a long period of time. It's also forced dollar cost averaging in a way mm. because you, when you get paid the dividend, the that that money gets reinvested in the, that same asset regardless of what the share price is doing. Yeah. So to play it out in, in numbers, let's say I get paid a $50 dividend and I have a dividend reinvestment plan set up. Uh, the the issuer or the broker will then reinvest um, or the registry will then reinvest that $50 back into my ETF. Now, there are some nuances to it. They might not be able to reinvest the 50 exactly because of the price at the time, but that remaining money will sit with the registry until the next dividend payment and they'll go again. Now, that's probably one of the most confusing things about dividend reinvestment plans. So let's unpack that a little bit more. I have a ETF that is $40 a share or $40 a unit. Mm -hmm. I get paid $50 in dividends. Mm -hmm. Must be nice. <laughs> with a dividend reinvestment plan. Mm. So my the registry that is executing the reinvestment plan on my behalf says, all right, I got 50 bucks for Ren. I can buy one unit for 40. What happens to the other 10? In most cases, it sits with, the company or the registry uh, next to your name as a shareholder and they then say next time that we pay a $50 dividend, Ren, you're going to have 60 bucks to reinvest. Whoops, the unit price is $40 still again still 40, yeah. and so that 20 then carries over. So and then 30 yep. and then 40, 40 and then it buys two rather than one. Exactly. Then. So you don't lose the money, you don't it's it's not like lost into the ether. It's still yours. You deserve you you own it. You <laughs> you deserve, you deserve it. it. You earned it. But it's it's um you just got to remember that it's not a neat every time you get paid a dividend, it's not neatly reinvested again. Now here's a question. Don't need to preface questions with here's a question. <laughs> if I sell the ETF yeah. and there's money left with the registry, what happens to that money? This is from the BetaShares website, one of the issuers here in Australia. They say that you can claim payment for the residual credit balance associated with the dividend reinvestment plan via their registry. So, so in th simple terms, ask the registry for your money. Ask the registry and for... Um, yeah, in simple terms, ask the registry. Okay, yes. nice. <laughs> and Bryce, I think the final question when it comes to dividend reinvestment plans is not all brokers allow you to do it. Yeah. That's a statement, not a question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to put that, what that really means is if your broker is a custodial model, you can't do dividend reinvestment plans because they only just have one unit registry essentially. You can't log in and see your... You yeah, can't control yeah. your... It's, it's not held in your name. It's held in like Citibank's exactly. name or something. Yeah. That doesn't mean you don't get the dividends. Oh, it no, just you means yeah. you can't do a dividend reinvestment plan. So for example, I have some of my ETFs in Superhero, which has a custodial model. I then just get paid the cash into my Superhero wallet. And then it is on me to manually reinvest those each time. So you can still do dividend reinvestment. You just have to do it manually. If the brokers here in Australia are chess, you can log into your registries, so computer share or link market services, and decide whether or not you want to do dividend reinvestment plans if they allow it for those holdings. So that is important to remember. Yeah. A little bit confusing, but I think my key takeaway from that is 
you know, you mentioned that a lot of your ETFs are with Superhero. Uh, I have ETFs with Superhero as well. I get that cash and I just reinvest them outside of a dividend reinvestment plan. Yeah. So yeah. if you're overwhelmed by that last explanation, it's okay. You get the same amount of money either way. Mm-hmm. Just don't pull it out of your investment account and spend it on stuff. Reinvest it. Yeah. Uh, and then net net, same result. Net net, same result. Well, that kind of brings us to the end, Ren. We've for people who are really going to be nitpicky, net net, same result, less brokerage costs. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that brings us to the end. <laughs> We've established that yes, ETFs do pay dividends depending on the underlying assets that they pay at uh, different frequencies or intervals throughout the year, and that if they allow you, you can do dividend reinvestment plans. Otherwise, you just get the cash into your wallet or your bank account. So we've hope, we hope we've been able to uh, answer that question and, and uh, clarify it if you have been wondering. But Ren, to close out, we have a bit of, a, a, a bit of feedback from the community, which is great to hear. If you want to write to us, hit us up at contact at equitymates.com. Uh, feedback on the episode last week we did where we impersonated yeah, Ray's, Ray's concept pocket, pocket and, and spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. Yes. Now we've uh, got some uh, additional feedback from Chris. He added that with Comsec Pocket, you have to actually buy whole shares. So we said that the minimum is 50. But as, we, as we've as we sort of alluded to in this episode, if your ETF is $70, you your minimum is going to need to mm. be 70. So I think Sasha was impersonating Comsec Pocket. So <laughs> I think that's fair <laughs> enough from Sasha. Good, really good, really good build from Christopher. But yes, like, great build. Yeah. Thank you. And he wants to know if we can do a superhero v Sherzy's impersonation at some point. So I don't mind that. We'll get Sasha back in and she can be steak or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also fun. I also don't mind I reckon we do three ASX two hundred ETFs. Hey, I'm A two hundred. Hey, I'm Bass. <laughs> that will be very straightforward. <laughs> But anyway, keep the feedback coming in. As I said, contact at equitymates.com. And please, if you can rate and review us um, through Apple, that would be really appreciated. Five stars. If you have anything less, just hit us up and give us the feedback personally. Uh, the reviews and ratings do go a long way to helping us on the on the podcast charts and getting in front of new investors just like you. So thanks for the support as always. And Ren, we'll um, pick it up next week with the $100 challenge. Sounds good. i got to go do a survey. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.